and welcome to episode 98 of the Dinner Sisters podcast. We're two sisters with Tara taking on the nightly challenge of dinner. I'm Kate Schultz, living and working in Rhode Island. I'm a passionate cook and recipe collector, always thinking about my next meal. And today I'm actually thinking all about baking with our latest cookbook review, which is Midwest Made by Shauna Sever. And I'm Betsy Wallace. I live, work, and raise a family in Atlanta, Georgia. I love dinner time and cooking and baking, but can always use help planning for my family of five. And I am so excited. We've got a special episode here, right? Mm-hmm. Brand new in the new year with our friend Tara, a cookbook review. Hi, and I'm Tara. I'm a photographer with three kids and a husband living in Atlanta. I love reading and trying out new cookbooks, and I'm happy to join you all once again. So our goal with this podcast, we want to help you cook a little better, learn a little bit about food, and most importantly, figure out what the heck to have for dinner. So cookbook reviews go a little bit differently. Uh, We decided that we were just so in love with this cookbook that we wanted to bake from it, basically, share all the recipes that we did, and then let you know what we think. I'll make sure to have a link to purchase the cookbook on our website if you're interested, which, by the way, is dinnersisters.com. We have done now quite a few cookbook reviews sure have (laughs) we have it's been so fun if you want to go back into the archives here's what we've done we started off with small victories the julia tertian cookbook in episode 21 kachka by bonnie morales in episode 31 sweet by yoda motolenghi and helen go in episode 38 what's gabby cooking by gabby dalkin episode 48 stay tuned by Yasmin Khan, episode Keep going, 59. Betsy. I know. Simple Cake by Odette Williams, episode 68. Molly on the Range in episode 78. And Indianish by Priya Krishna in episode 88. Kate, episode 98. We're coming up on 100. Oh. Fabulous cookbooks. I'm excited. Can you believe it? Yeah. Wait, this are is... we, so are we on episode 98? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. It just adds yeah. up. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> Sure does. <laughs> I am so excited to review Midwest Made by Shauna Sever. Um, first of all, there's a subtitle, which is like Big Bold Baking from the Heartland. So fun. Exactly my cup of tea. And I think she lives up to that promise in this book. But more on that later. We'll get into that. This is a big, fun book of treats that you'll just want to dive right into and start baking from. Tara, tell us a little bit about why you chose this book. Well, I just thought this was a good time of year to try out this cookbook. Now, I will say she does have summer favorites in the cookbook, but it's mostly about baking. I mean, wouldn't you guys say, I would say like maybe 75% of the book is baking? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would actually say more than that. I, more? Is there Because I know there's like a section on cri- like Christmas kind of specials, and so there's not like... Those are all baked, Tara. Oh, those are really? Yeah. I thought a few of those were more like candy. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, <laughs> there's like well, one fudge recipe. Well, okay. So it, it's it's mostly baking. <laughs> but anyway, I just think winter is a great time to bake, and um, it warms up your kitchen, and it just feels homey. So I like this time of year to choose this cookbook and... It's from the Midwest. I feel like I have to give a disclaimer. Um, like you all, I'm also from the Midwest, and they really have the nicest people. So um, <laughs> anyway. so and Not that, that we're biased reason. or anything. No, we're not biased at all. <laughs> so that was another reason why I chose this book. And, you know, we've heard from a few listeners that they're enjoying the different regions and exploring different cuisines from within the U.S. because we do a lot 
of explore exploring in our podcast and exploring different cultures and different food ways. And uh, one of the ways we can do that is through the cookbooks. And so I've also enjoyed that. And I love that we can highlight the Midwest in this episode, which Tara, like you said, is near and dear to all of our hearts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. There was a little bit of, you know, nostalgia and all these recipes it was it was lovely and hopefully you can share that with our listeners who may be not from illinois or wisconsin Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay tara so you were the one who chose this what was your first impression of everything you saw well when i first opened the book actually it's funny the first recipe for the nut bread which i'll get into later but this is actually a bread that my husband's family makes during the year. Oh, fun. So like instantly, <laughs> there's these pictures of all these nostalgic recipes that I have, um, like memories from my childhood. And she doesn't really do any like new riffs on old recipes. These are just classic family recipes that she's broken down and made them easy to reproduce. So anyway, that was my first impression was just mostly nostalgia. And most of the recipes have pictures that are associated with the recipes, so you can figure out what they look like. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, but yeah, they great photographs. They're bright. Um, it looks like a very accessible cookbook when you first look at it. Yeah, I also had a lot of fun looking through this book, and I was talking to our mom about these recipes because so many of them are just classic Midwestern desserts and breads that we grew up with. I mean, it was just that, oh, I remember that kind of, oh, I know that recipe Mm -hmm. the whole way through, which was really fun. And I will say when I was up at Foxfire recording for that Appalachian cookery book, I found myself wishing that there was a book that I could relate to and celebrate in the same way that they were celebrating and recording all of these Appalachian cooking methods and recipes. And for me, coming from the Midwest, This book feels like it hits those notes for me, which I loved. And so I just found myself feeling very grateful to Shauna for putting together such a beautiful collection of recipes and digging into this Midwestern culture sort of the same way that the Foxfire book dug into the Appalachian culture. Yeah, 100%. I think, you know, what was so fun is she's baking from her lived experience. It felt a lot like, you know, we're all talking about like it really hit home for us is growing up in she grew up in Chicago. We all grew up in the, in the Midwest. And I think for me, that's what makes this cookbook so fun. I think if I were someone from the outside looking in, it'd be like a little peek, sneak peek into, you know, what do people put around their tables when they have Christmas time or mm-hmm. summertime? And there's little stories that go along with each of them. So that was really fun. I mean, so Tara, the nut roll, I'd never seen yes. before. So that oh, was even, really? that was new. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh. Um, so none of these things are universal, you know, um, yeah. to any particular, uh, you know, the Midwest, which she even goes into um, whether or not the Dakotas should be in the Midwest. And she said, yeah, I'll get my recipes that way, which I thought was funny um, and cute. And so I think it's, it's her writing is really accessible and entertaining. And you kind of get to hear little stories like the nut roll. I got to hear all about it. It's like, oh, well, that's news to me. I thought that was kind of fun. And you can tell that she has been writing for years. She's got a blog and she's got a lot of social media presence. And she did start originally in journalism. So her voice, I think, comes right through the page. And as far as the technical recipe writing, she's got that down pat. You know, like you both were saying, these are recipes that you can actually do, which is great. The directions were clear. Everything turned out how I thought it would. So I was like, oh. 
great. Fun stories and good recipe writing, which is a nice, lovely combo for a cookbook, right? (laughs) All right. So let's jump in. What did you make, Betsy? I really hit the cookie section pretty hard. Oh, Uh, yeah. Fun. Which I thought was fun. And we all baked differently this time. So I think we'll get kind of an overview of the book, which I liked. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to talk about the monster cookies, which is a Midwest classic. And (laughs) I don't think I've ever made them before. I've definitely had them, but I hadn't made them before. And I was surprised that this recipe has four and a half cups of oatmeal. Whoa. Yeah. And it's over a cup of peanut butter. And then it's just five or six tablespoons of flour. So the majority of this is just these oatmeals. And then you put Reese's Pieces in there too, because it's amazing and it's delicious, right? (laughs) So you have to let this cookie dough sit at least four hours or overnight in your fridge for the oats to soak up all of that peanut butter and egg and everything else that's you know holding it together yeah after you bake them off though it just they were this hearty delicious peanut buttery cookie that i was putting in lunches all week and i thought well this feels like a treat but also i don't feel that bad about it because it's just mostly oatmeal and peanut butter in here right so that was really fun for me and i also made um her after school special cookies which she describes as a chocolate chip oatmeal and snickerdoodle all rolled into one Ooh, i mean great not sad about that one yes they had a one hour resting time but was were not as didn't take the whole overnight which my kids liked delicious and just lots of oatmeal if you're an oatmeal cookie fan there are a lot of oatmeal cookies in this in this mm-hmm. cookbook, and I loved it. And I thought just that was one of my favorite sections. Of course, I baked some breads and some things that I'll talk about later on. But I, I thought it was just really fun. And a lot of these recipes are just really fun. But, Tara, what did you end up making? Well, the um, well, the one I I made, of course, several things, and I'm still baking things this weekend. I've got a couple things on the menu that I want to try, but. Um, the one I wanted to highlight is the pretzels. And I think, and the reason why I'm going to highlight the pretzels is because in my mind, pretzels are intimidating. I mean, not mm. only do you bake them, but you also boil them. Mm. And mm-hmm. boiling dough and water makes me nervous anyway. And they turned out beautifully, though. I, I put a picture on my Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. and oh, I saw that. They were gorgeous. Yeah. So they they are a crowd pleaser. And so much so that I had to make two batches. And I will tell you, I started, I made two batches of pretzels between like, I think it was like 2.30 p.m. and like 6.30 p.m. I managed Whoa. to have two. Yeah. So <laughs> they come together quickly, which is surprising. But um, I... <laughs> On the second batch of pretzels, I think I was just so inside my head, like how awesome these were. And I'm this fantastic (laughs) baker. I don't know. I forgot to add salt to the dough. Mm, And mm -hmm. um, I had a panic moment and I didn't know what to do. Anyway, kind of funny. It turned out that I was able to actually get in touch with Shauna. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Like, why not just call her up? See what she's doing. (laughs) So I sent her a, I just sent her a direct message through Instagram and she got back to me and she, so, you know, she told me like, Hey, one time I forgot to put sugar in a cake and 
you know, she like assured me that it's totally <laughs> normal to do this kind of stuff. But anyway, she did tell me that the texture was going to be different. And it was a little bit different. But um, I added enough salt on the top of the pretzel that the mm. the taste, the saltiness, it, it didn't really matter. It was mm-hmm. just the texture. And so I actually ended up learning. We got in this whole conversation about why dough needs the salt. It needs it to develop the gluten in the mm-hmm. dough, which I did not know. It was so oh, fascinating. But my neighbors still asked me for the recipe with the second batch of pretzels. So that's how good they were. They were delicious. (laughs) They were delicious. And I'm definitely making those again. And next time I might try to add a variation, you know, whether you can make them sweet. You could, you know, you could do all Mm -hmm. kinds of things with pretzels and different dips and stuff. So anyway, that's the recipe I wanted to highlight. So fun. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I did. I made maybe the most healthy sounding of them all, which is the bran muffins, which is really funny. I don't know why that was my first recipe, but it just sounded really good. And she writes about how they're they're a classic from childhood. And our mom used to make these kind of bran muffins all the time, too. It's the kind where you take the the like the Wheaties or the all bran flakes and you just soak them crush them and soak them, you know? Um, And so I made those. They were delicious. They tasted exactly how I thought they were going to. And I froze them. Um, James was not super excited about a bran muffin. So (laughs) he was like, oh, great. All the things. (laughs) You know, he's like, of everything you could bake. I mean, he doesn't really eat baked goods anyway. um, So I wasn't super surprised. But I froze them. And I've been kind of reheating them throughout the week. And they've been delicious. I added dates to them because I had some leftover dates from like Christmas cooking even. So Mm -hmm. it was so good. Yeah, that was my favorite. Betsy, what else did you end up baking? So I made the Herby Cheesy Casserole Bread. Oh, it's on my list. Oh, it was good. It was good. So it is a loaf with fresh dill, and then you put a little bit of dried dill in. It's got Parmesan cheese. It has a cup of cottage cheese in there, a little bit of olive oil. I mean, this thing, it had a lot of stuff in this little Mm -hmm. loaf of bread. And you bake it off in a two-quart Pyrex, kind of similar to the bread toast crumb method. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so – she said, or a casserole dish, you know, so you could put it really, mm-hmm. whatever you want, throw it in there. We loved this bread. The kids thought it was so delicious. I had it with some soup the first time we ate it. And then we had a little bit left and Ryan used it for some breakfast sandwiches one morning. Oh, it was so good. I was surprised because he had made the sandwiches as I was walking the kids to school and I came home and he had like cut up the rest of this bread and made these fried egg sandwiches out of it. And I, I mean, it felt like we were, had gone out to breakfast. It was so delicious. Oh yeah. You texted me these sandwiches. I was like working and running around like a lunatic and you're like, look at these delicious breakfast sandwiches. I was like, well, good for you. Good for you. And then you're like, no, Kate, they're just like, I'm out to breakfast. I was like, that's fantastic. I'm really happy for you in this moment. I think I had some coffee at 6am. So this is great. They looked, they did look so amazing. And that is like, that's what put it on my list. Cause I think honestly, Betsy would have maybe skipped over that bread. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you made it. Yeah, it was yeah. good. I, it, I would, if you're making a soup, this goes well and makes that kind of fancy. And it wasn't tough to put together. It also just uses the instant yeast and nice. I mean, delicious. Tara, what else did you make? What else do you want to talk about? Well, um, I made the Mom's Cherry Shortcake Bars. They are are actually on the front of the cover, and they're the bars that have, like, the little cherries kind of puddled in the center. 
Um, they were very simple to make. They are they are good with a cup of coffee. They're not super sweet, which is the reason why I like them. But I remember those at funerals and church potlucks growing up. Mm. So that was a nice little, <laughs> yeah. And, and that was actually the first recipe I made out of the book. The other one I made that got really high marks was the apple, I think it was apple dapple or dapple apple caramel cake, I believe. Mm, yeah. you, you make a very moist apple cake and it has coffee in the batter. I've made several coffee cakes, never, or several apple cakes, sorry, but never with coffee in the apple cake. Um, yeah. And that added a really nice uh, flavor. And then the, the icing is actually a caramel. Yum. Yeah. I made that for a neighbor who just had a baby and she Ooh. asked for the recipe. So, I mean, it was another <laughs> another Just situation that I brought some baked items to a neighbor and then they texted me and said, can I please have the recipe? So it was a, it was a big thumbs up. Oh, nice. Nice. Did, did you yeah. make anything else? I did. I made one other recipe. I've, I I read a lot of this book and then just couldn't find time to bake. But I did make beer cheese, the beer cheese bread, which may not be the exact title, but um, it's got like cheese and beer, obviously, like sharp cheddar cheese, beer, a little bit of shallots and a lot of butter. And it's kind of one of those savory quick breads. Okay. And I only smelled it. I did oh. not eat it because I gave it to a coworker as a gift, <laughs> as a thank you gift. And I was like, oh, I'd love this bread. Um, well, it's on its it's on its way. Actually, I haven't given it yet, but he helped me with with flat tire, and it was like, I think you need some beer cheese bread. So I'm excited to hear what he thinks about it. But it came together really quickly. the The directions were just like super nice and easy and like easy to follow. And so that one, I'm like, oh man, I might have to make another one. I've got another beer in the fridge, so maybe mm. and I only use yeah. half a block of cheese. So. But I do have things on my list. There's these Rebel bars that have swirls of chocolate in them. There's this apple pear jam bar, you know, Tara the nut roll bread, mm-hmm. maybe the casserole bread. I've got a whole list. I've got a whole list of things that I'd like to make. So, yeah. Tara, what's on your list that you are? Well, I'm making? so I'm going to make the Buckeye bars. So, honestly, we had those every Friday at my school, elementary school growing up. Oh, and my we gosh. Didn't, we didn't call them Buckeye bars. They just called them peanut butter bars. But I didn't – I forgot about those until I was looking through this cookbook and I saw them and I got so excited because those were, you know, a blast from the past. Like, I hadn't mm-hmm. seen those or heard about those for a very long time. And my husband loves Buckeyes, too. And that's just peanut butter um, – it's a peanut butter bar with like a chocolate ganache on top. And the other thing I was going to make and then hopefully freeze is the Nebraskan Runzas. Um, the second thing I was going to make this weekend and hopefully freeze are the Nebraskan Runzas. Um, Ooh, yeah, those looked good. Are, yeah, so they're stuffed with uh, beef and cabbage. But I think I'm going to do her suggestion which is to uh, do a combination of Brussels. You know how you can get at the grocery store, like the Brussels sprouts with cabbage and carrots kind of shredded? Right, The like the slaw situation, yeah. Yeah, so I think I'm going to try that with, with them and then hopefully freeze them and then reheat them because we have a busy week next week. So I'm hoping that that, I think I, I think I should be able to do that. Or at least I think they should keep for a few days. So oh, anyway, I think they will. Yeah, yeah so, for sure. so that's on my list for this weekend. And how about you guys? Anything else you're going to make, Betsy? 
So on my list is the French silk pie because (laughs) those are so delicious. And I have not been to a Midwestern diner recently to get a slice of French silk pie. So I'm excited about that. That reminds me of Baker's Square. Yes. Oh, yes. I the have, pie, the yes. pie chain. Yes. Mm-hmm. Some French silk pie, which I thought was very fancy back in the day to go to a pie <laughs> restaurant. Well, it and does per- have French and yes. silk in the name. So <laughs> and Perkins, That does sound too. exotic. And Perkins, yes. Perkins is oh another Midwestern <laughs> chain that also offered French silk pie. So Dakota Fruit Kuchen. Kate, Yum. our mom, makes a fruit kuchen for, mm-hmm. during the winter, during this time of year. So – that I'm excited to make. Uh, she has a whole counter cakes section. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, for those diners, small town restaurants with the counter cakes, a lot of those I sort of recognize from there. But I did think to myself, do we need a counter cake in my house? <laughs> <laughs> right. This is, this is one of the issues. Is I swear when I was talking to the talking to mom about this. It came up again and again. She would say, well, we're going to need to go to the YMCA after that one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, which is also a very Midwestern thing to say. Yes. 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 A lot of good recipes for sharing, though. Sharing. And I think that's been a theme of this episode. As we've been recording, it's funny to hear you both say, and then I gave this to my neighbor, or and then I gave this to a friend, or Mm -hmm. I gave this Mm -hmm. as a thank you. And I think this book is great for that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, so so you two. Final judgment, which sounds we need to get a better phrase for that. <laughs> sounds like we're putting out a chopping block. But you know, what do you think? Would you buy it? Who should buy it? That sort of thing. Betsy, you're up first. Okay, my bookshelf is getting crowded because as we heard on the beginning of this mm-hmm. episode, we've done quite a few cookbook reviews. So I hesitated a little bit at first because I don't do a ton of baking, but it really drew me in and I ended up buying this, Kate. Because <laughs> oh, you did? I did, yeah, because it has so many family recipes for us since we are from the Midwest and we have this sort of baking heritage that I loved and also things like the French silk pie that I might not usually find at home now that we live in Atlanta – and so I can bake things that I miss and carry on some of these food traditions in my own family, which I liked. Tiara, nice. what did you think? Well, um, I'm going to be buying this one. I, I, um, which is a big deal. It is because yeah. you yeah. know I so you don't I, pull the trigger off. No, I don't. And I did get this from the library, and I will tell you guys, I waited two to three months for this cookbook. And I, yeah, that has come up with people. There's a high demand for, and I don't know if it's just be, do you guys know when it was released? Was it beginning of October? Oh, October. 2019. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I think in October I put in a request for it. So I had been waiting for it and I got the notification over Christmas break when I was actually in Illinois. Wow. And I was so worried that I was going (laughs) to miss the deadline for getting the cookbook before it was given to someone else. But I have a feeling that um, it's going to be hard to get it back when I want to cook something. So I think Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go ahead and buy it. And like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, this Croatian nut roll bread, my husband's family makes this several times, but there's not really a recipe for it. And everybody kind of has a different way of making it. And it's actually, they are um, Polish and Bulgarian. So I think it's just like this Eastern European nut bread. Yeah. They have a different name for it, but it's the same thing. But anyway, now I have a recipe for it. 
Oh, and we, which because is lovely. Of this, yeah, because of this cookbook. And I think, like like you guys were saying, this is a cookbook that's from my home. And right. it reminds me, It's it just has so much nostalgia in it. And I think it has these great recipes that we can share with, with others and talk about where you're from. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, yeah, so I think I'm going to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> So I procrastinated and did not reserve it from the library three months ago, Tara. And and I will take any excuse I can get to buy another cookbook. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I need to buy it now. It's too bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I ended up buying it. I, I was like, well, I'll probably want one or two recipes and maybe it'll just be a fun one to page through. But I do think I'm going to use it a lot. It feels like I've got another recipe box. So our mom made us recipe boxes when we were younger of family recipes. And this feels like an extension of that, which is so Mm -hmm. fun. And I think anyone who's looking into making family-friendly, shareable baked goods, who's got like a reasonable amount of baking skill, Mm -hmm. can successfully Mm -hmm. make chocolate chip cookies, is maybe looking to do a yeast bread, but maybe hasn't had made one yet. I think her directions are really clear um, and some pretty low stakes recipes for that. So I feel like this is great cookbook for anyone who's like a Midwest transplant living somewhere else or just someone who likes to bake and wants some fun recipes to to have for their family and friends. I think I think everyone will use it for for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, good job, Tara, on the latest cookbook <laughs> choice. I think we all Thank had you. a great time with it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And yeah. so did our neighbors, apparently. Yeah. My co-workers Everybody well. did. Everybody yes. did. Yeah. And it just, Tara, it's so fun to have you on the podcast. So we can't wait for the next cookbook review. Hear what you've got up your sleeve. Yeah. Well, neither can I because I don't have anything at this point. So. <laughs> Back to the drawing board. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, and it's always great to talk with you guys as well because, you know, this is my passion. So, yes. Thank you for always welcoming me here into this space. Oh, we love it. All right, that's what's for dinner in this special episode. See you next time in the Dinner Sisters. We'll save a spot at the table for you. Would you like a little dinner in your inbox every week? You can subscribe to our newsletter by going to our website at dinnersisters.com. I'll have all the show notes when we do a recipes episode, the grocery lists, and other fun stuff. If you have some dinner ideas or maybe shoot Tara a cookbook idea, you can always send us an email (laughs) at dinnersisterspodcast at gmail.com. Last, as per usual, if you like what you're hearing, please review and subscribe or tell a friend. That's how people get to know us. Thanks and happy eating. Yay. Yeah, I can hear the music playing.